Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Well, good morning. It is so good to be together. Um, We have been in a series on worship. Uh, We had uh, Lanny Hubbard here from Portland bringing some excellent teaching on kingdom. And then we had Pastor Jason last week continuing talking about why we worship. And this morning, we're going to get into some kind of specifics about, well, why do we worship the way we do here at River Valley? Because you can go to a different church and experience worship very differently. And so we're going to talk about just through some very practical things is why do we express ourselves the way we do and how do we define praise and worship? And so we're only going to talk for like 10 minutes here and then we're going to dive into worship. And really today is all about having a deeper um, growing experience in worship. And what I mean by growing is you might be a little uncomfortable in worship. You might be like, yeah, I'm okay singing some songs, but that's about all. And so we're going to talk about biblically, like, why do we do more than just sing songs? Why do we lift our hands? Why do we shout? And I'm going to ask you to begin to move into some expressions of praise and worship that maybe you're not used to. And give you the opportunity, right? I'm not going to force you. Don't worry, guys. We're all going to dance. Everybody, do the Macarena. Okay, okay. There we go. Okay, I'm not going to ask you to do that, okay? And if you feel the spirit leading, that might just be last night's pizza. I don't know. I've never, you know, spirit macarena. I don't know. I'm not into that. I don't have a scripture for it. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to just grow in our expression and praise and worship and learn what does it mean to just worship him? What does it mean to just be still before him? And so we're just going to take some time in his presence today. So I hope you're good with that. I hope you're hungry for his presence today. I'm so excited to just have a little bit more time in worship. And so that's where we're going to go today. And I, I didn't, I'm, how rude of me, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Trey. I am the worship director here at River Valley. Um, so that's who I am. I've been here leading in this position for about three years. And I've been in this church pretty much my entire life. So that's a little bit about me. Most of you know this. But so let's get into, um, let's define praise really quick. I have a lot of scriptures. I'm not going to have you turn to all of them. I'm just going to let you soak them in, and then we're going to get into worship. So we, how do we define praise? Praise is sincere, heartfelt extolling of God's person and his works. The dictionary defines praise as to commend, to applaud, to express approval or admiration of, to extol in word or song, to magnify, to glorify. Praise, it is often expressive and extroverted, characterized by celebration and exhilaration, expressed through singing, shouting, speaking forth, playing musical instruments, dancing. Praise is based on God's unchanging greatness. And worship, we have a little bit slightly different definition for worship. And we say worship is giving to God. It involves a lifetime of giving to him, the sacrifice that he asks for, our total selves. Each act of life is an act of worship when we do it in love. Worship is the outcome of the fellowship of love between the creator God and man. Worship is one's heart expression of love, adoration, and praise to God with an attitude and acknowledgement of his supremacy and lordship. Worship is the unashamed pouring out of our inner self upon our Lord Jesus in affection and devotion. Worship is the response of God's spirit within us that cries, Abba, Father. 
Worship is extravagant love and extreme obedience. And so I separate those definitions because um, worship goes beyond just Sunday. Worship goes beyond just a corporate time of singing. Praise is, a, praise is singing, praising God. That's one of the ways that we praise him is singing. And so we have this definition of praise and worship because worship goes beyond our song service into our lifestyle. And Lanny talked about living in kingdom worship. He talked about what that is, how Jesus modeled it, who modeled that for us. And he really brought it into worship in the kingdom and what that looks like. And that goes into the very way that we live our lives and the way that we act outside of church on Sunday. That is inclusive of worship. And praise really is this time. So in a few, in like seven and a half minutes, we're going to move into a time of praise where we're going to extol. We're going to glorify God. We're going to lift him up. We're going to sing songs. We're going to clap our hands. We're going to shout. And that is praise. And, and what do we praise? What do we worship? Um, and really, I boiled it down to, or not I, actually, this is all from Bob Sorge. So in his book, Exploring Worship, giving credit where credit is due. Um, we praise four things. We praise his name. We praise his word. We praise his works. And we praise his power. Psalm 148.13 says, Let them all praise the name of the Lord, for his name is very great. His glory towers over the earth and heaven. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. We praise his word. Psalm 56.10. In God, whose word I praise in the Lord, whose word I praise. Uh, and one of the, I think it's the NIV and the ESV say, in your promises, I praise. Um, we praise his works. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty deeds. Praise the Lord God, the God of Israel, who alone has done such wonderful things. We praise his power. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Job 42.2 says, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. So that's what we praise. That's what we're singing about in our songs. That's what we're looking to in him. We're looking at his character and nature and the very names of who he is, his works, both what we see in the Bible and also what we see in our own lives and what we see in around us. We're praising him for those things. Those are some of the reasons as to why we praise. And then how do we praise? And this gets into our kind of our, our worship culture and, and how we bring praise and worship to the Lord here at River Valley. And um, if you were to break it down into a model, I love models. I work in learning and development, and we always have a model for everything. Um, our model of worship is a presence-driven model, meaning that we come prepared. Our worship team comes prepared with a few songs, and then we come prepared to linger in his presence where we may not necessarily just sing all seven songs. Well, we, don't, we never have seven. That's a lot. Uh, four, right? We, we don't sing all four. Maybe we sing three, and we just kind of, we did, the band just plays, and someone might offer a prayer. There might be a scripture reading, or we might just say, just wait in his presence, or we might just say, sing out your own song, right? You, if you've been here a while, you've experienced this. And that's really being presence-driven. We're, we're being in the presence of God, and we're sensing when we think he's taking us to a deeper spot, or we're sensing that his spirit wants us to stay here, or that he wants to highlight his holiness or his goodness, or he wants to bring forth the testimony of his people of what he's doing in someone else's life. So that's what we mean by being presence-driven in our worship. The traditional kind of teaching that I was brought up under talks about the seven Hebrew words 
for praise, and I can't pronounce any of them, so I'm not going to bring any of them to you. Um, but <laughs> I just, I can't. I tried. I was like, I can do this. I could not. And then I was like listening to the Google, you know, the person who talks back to you, and I was like, yeah, ta-da, ta-da. I just knew I'd get up here and be like, ta-da, that means bring a shout. And we just don't, we don't need that this morning. So here's my non-Hebrew, kind of some boiled down verbiage ways that we bring our praise and worship in our corporate gathering. Okay, so this is talking about corporate gathering this, right here, this environment. How do we bring praise and worship to him? And one way is that we lift our hands. Psalm 63.4 says, I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. Psalm 134.2 says, lift your hands towards the sanctuary and praise the Lord. The lifting of hands signifies the childlike expression, the need of a father, the need to be drawn close or to be held. Lifting of hands signifies surrender. Lifting of hands signifies reception and receiving. And the lifting of hands is a release of the heart. Symbols and reasons why we lift our hands. Number two, we clap our hands. Psalm 47 once says, clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy. The third way is play musical instruments. I know I forgot to send out the email to have you all bring your musical instrument. I am so sorry. I am so, so sorry. Hashtag not sorry. <laughs> but um, you, we, we have a band, right, who provides music, people who practice, who are skilled. Not everyone is as skilled at a, as a musical instrument, like, say, the guitar or the piano or the kazoo, if you want to go as far as to say musical instrument. Um, your voice is a musical instrument in the world of music. If you say, what instrument do you study? Someone would say, I study voice because it's a musical instrument. So you have a musical instrument with you. You brought it. And so we play music, and Psalm 150 says this. I'm going to read this whole thing. It's just a few verses, but it says, Hallelujah. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his, in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the horn. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with tambourine and dancing. Praise him with strings and flute. Praise him with clashing cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So we praise him with the lifting of hands, the clapping of our hands, the playing of musical instruments. We stand. Standing is a sign of respect. It indicates alertness and engagement. We kneel. We bow. We, uh, the word is prostrate. We lay on our face. So laying on your face is a form of praise and worship, kneeling and bowing. Psalm 95, 6 says, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Number six, we sing. Psalm 47, 6, sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. This is why we sing, because he told us like four times. <laughs> Psalm 96, 1 says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. So singing. Couple more. Speak up. Psalm 66, 8 says, Praise our God, all peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. So your, your speaking voice has a natural um, timbre, I believe the word is. It has a natural resonant frequency. You have a natural um, place and pitch and tone to your voice. This is kind of my 
everyday even tone. I'm hanging out. And to speak up his praise is to lift my voice just a little bit louder. I'm speaking up and I'm letting his praise be known in the congregation. I'm letting his praise be heard by more than just myself. So we speak up. We dance. I wish I could dance better, but I can't, so I bring God what I have. (laughs) Dancing is not for the people who are enrolled in the School of Modern Arts or at Ballet Idaho, or dancing is a form of worship unto the Lord that he's worthy of having. And we dance. It says Psalm 149.3, let them praise his name with dancing. And it goes on to say, and let them make music with the timbrel and harp. Don't have a harp this morning, but if you know a harp player, let me know. Um, So we praise him with dancing. The last two, we shout. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. And number 10, we praise him in the spiritual language. And in Acts 2, when the day of Pentecost came, all these people of different uh, nations and languages said, I can hear them declaring the wonders of God in our language. So we praise him in our spiritual language. So that's how we praise here at River Valley. I know this is not like the most exciting thing ever. We praise him these ways. These are our expressions of praise. This is what we draw from biblically with our pastoral team, with our worship team. This is what we focus on. We say this is how we bring our expression of praise. And our expression of praise is a choice. It is not whether the band's doing your new favorite song that Hillsong does or Upper Room does or Bethel does or Chris Tomlin does. or It's a choice. So when we come together, we say, okay, we are here to worship the Lord. We're here to receive from his word. We're here to learn. The, the corporate gathering really has this aspect of vertical, meaning we minister unto the Lord. Horizontal, we minister to one another. And inward, meaning what happens in the gathering on a Sunday, the worship and the word, does an inward work in our lives. So there's kind of three facets to that. And here's my last few scriptures for you about bringing worship before the Lord. Jeremiah thirty-three eleven says, bring a sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. And in John four twenty three, it's the second half of the, of the verse, Jesus is talking and he said, worshipers will worship the father in spirit and truth for the father is seeking such people to worship him. And this is really important that we bring him praise this way. We bring him worship. We're exuberant. We're extroverted in our expression because it's how he instructs us to worship him and because of his worth. But he's not after your lifted hand. He doesn't need your lifted hand. For when Jesus was entering in and the triumphal entry riding in on a donkey and people were praising and the religious leader said, stop them. Don't let them say that. And he said, I tell you, he answered, if they remain silent, the very stones will cry out. And I always picture like the little like fraggle rock rocks like crying. I always wondered, I'm like, will the rocks just like get mouths and cry? 
just in my imagination, this is how my mind works, guys. Or, you know, so, so even if we won't give him the lifted hand, he doesn't need the lifted hand. This is, this is the key right here in John 4, 23. For the Father is seeking such people. He's seeking you. He's seeking your heart. He's not seeking your lifted hand. He's seeking you as a person. He wants all of you, the holistic part of you. He wants it all. He's seeking for you. He's after your heart. And so this morning, uh, if I could have the worship team please come to the platform and get ready to lead us in worship. Praise and worship is a choice that we get to make. The expressions of praise and worship is a choice that we get to make. Whether you clap your hands is a choice that you get to make. Sometimes we, you know, do an upbeat song and, you know, we get everybody clapping. I remember this one. Come on, put your hands together this morning, right? Come on. Somebody who's been in church is, you have heard this from me, at least. Come on, we're going to, yep, here we are. Here's the time, right? We, we, we invite you into maybe the tempo of the song or the feel of the song or the feel of the moment. But every expression of praise and worship is your choice. So just know that from, from us, from our pastoral team, and from myself, and from our other, from Jennifer and Lydia, and anyone else we have leading worship, our goal is to bring an invitation and to make you aware of an opportunity that you have to bring praise and worship to his name. It's an opportunity. We can't, we can't make the choice for you. We're not trying to force you or manipulate into something that you're like, ah, I don't know about that. But it's an opportunity to bring praise and worship to him. It's a choice. Whether you kneel down or bow or whether you dance, that is your choice. You get to freely choose that. You get to freely express that. Next Sunday, I'm going to plan the worship Macarena. I'm going to say, everybody, come on. It's a choice. It's a choice for you. You get to choose when you express it. It's not just like, oh, in this certain song, I bow down. That's, if the song isn't mentioning bowing, I can't bow down. It's a choice. The expressions of praise and worship are a choice, and you get to choose through them. And so today, as we go into worship, we are going to practice our expressions of praise practice our expressions of worship. We're going to sing songs that we know together. We're going to sing a new song. We're going to have times where just the band plays and maybe you just be still before him or you speak out your own praise or you sing your own song where you get to just choose. I'm going to bring it to your attention. Like now choose a different expression of worship. We're going to learn and just grow in our expression of praise and worship before him. So can we do that together this morning? So let's go ahead and stand together. And if you would, take out your Bible or your Bible app and turn with me to Psalm 100. Psalm 100. In verse 1, it says this. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. 
He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever. And his faithfulness continues to each generation. Father, this morning we are here, Lord, to meet with you. Lord, this morning we are here to experience you to have a revelation of who you are, to spend time in your presence, to just know you a little bit more, to draw close unto you, God. So, Lord, we draw close to you. We open up our hearts, God. Lord, I'm asking, Lord, that every person, Lord, would experience, Lord, a new facet of your presence. Lord, as we learn to deepen our worship, to deepen our expressions of praise before you, God. Lord, that we would pour out all that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.